right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is... Middle Children. Gorgeous. Staccato. Vibrato. The thing is, with my headphones, I can't really hear myself that well, so... Yeah. Who knows? I'm like a singer without, you know, when their thing falls out and they're like... Uh, Yeah. They're like, I can't hear it. I can't hear. And you're like, you better belt it, bitch. Because guess what? The mic's still on. Yeah. How can't you hear? I don't get it. But I believe it. I just don't get it. Leah Michelle made her Broadway debut last night. I know. You guys, we are recording... In the we, this is a busy month for us. Yeah, we, we should do a, some sco- um housekeeping up. Top. Here's some, qu- you know what? Here's some quick housekeeping. Okay, so at, we yeah. both have some busy months coming up. Yeah. So this episode that you're hearing on today, it's out on as today. of today, the nineteenth of yeah. September, twenty twenty two. Correct. Oh my god! I just realized that when we die, people will be able to listen to our voices forever. That's so great. Isn't that beautiful? In a way, we're being immortalized. We really are. I'm like thinking about the fact that like my kids will feel like they know me. They'll be like, Mom, you were a wreck too in your 30s. I'll be like, shut your I've mouth. I've never <laughs> thought about this before. <laughs> yeah. I no. never thought about I'm like, I don't have a diary that my kids can read sometimes. But in a way, I have even worse. They you know hear what? me Give talking a shout out about to your kids sucking right now. dick on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So housekeeping. This is the last show for the month. We're going to take off the 26. We have to. There's We're both traveling. And yeah. But if you're like, what am I going to do? Wait, I like need this to survive. Uh, then thank God for you. We do have a Patreon. And we hot, do have a Patreon where the there. episodes will come out as normal for the month. Yeah. Video. We have a uh, bonus Hallmark episodes, bonus regular episodes, bonus high episodes. There's something for everyone. Really, uh, there is. We will be back here October 3rd. Yeah. Of 2022. Oh my God. October. I can't even wait. And uh, it'll be amazing because we will be uh, feeling in great. Our prime, honey. I might be wearing a sweatshirt. Can you imagine? I might be in a full blown cape. Who fucking knows? High collar and dark lipstick and just, a, I'm a witch. A full-blown witch. She's a witch, honey. She's always been a witch and she is a witch. Thank you for doing that. Wait, how, and that, wait, how did you hear, how did Leah Michelle do? Do you know? So I was reading, there was people like tweeting during, and it was very funny. Because yeah. there was people that was like, in the moment Leah made her entrance a twink with operas <laughs> opera gloves stood up and started a 10 minute standing ovation <laughs> really uh and then i saw that when they she gives the line that she doesn't read many books that the audience laughed that's that, funny that it's now like a joke in the thing very good listen i bet she's pretty good i'm sure <sighs> It's she has so much to come. Number one, this is like so weird because of Glee. 
because yeah. this is her exact storyline on Glee coming to true life to the exact role. Well, I was going to say it's true that also like Jane Lynch like walked out before. You know what I mean? <laughs> and but like in Glee, when she goes like moves to New York and stuff, yeah. did you watch all of Glee? I think I might have quit towards the end because I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, so it ends with Rachel's character moves to New York to like try to be on Broadway. She fails, she fails, she fails. And it ends with her getting her dream role, playing the role of Fanny Bryce. Wow. In the first revival of Funny Girl since Barbara Streisand. Wow. Well, yeah. And so that is literally, you know, what's happening. Isn't it ironic? Isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Guys, your dreams can come true and you can write them into action. Isn't that manifesting? Who's to say? Just don't get canceled for being absolutely heinous to everyone yeah, that you've ever met. don't be mean. Don't be mean. The thing That's is, I, I had heard oh. for years that she was. I know. Like, I had friends that, like, friends personally that have, like, had stories about how rude she was. I had a friend that was obsessed with her. She was her, like, uh, and was, like, a talent handler basically okay, at like yeah. award shows and so she like pulled strings to get assigned to leah michelle okay and when she they're like leah this is uh we'll say stacy stacy this is leah and stacy was like oh my god it's so nice to meet you um i'm such a fan very normal thing to say and leah was like you're gonna have to get somebody else and like walked away from her oh my god <laughs> it's crazy who acts like that I don't know. And that's why I won't go see it. I won't go see it either. Unless. Unless. You know. Something. Somebody got the ticket. Me, it, if it's free. I don't know if I can be seen there with what I stand for. It, yeah, exactly. I stand for kindness. And you know that. Everybody knows that. That's my slogan. That's my slogan for my campaign, which is. Are also you, the campaign that some would say Ellen DeGeneres had that also she wasn't nice. So that it's a mixed bag out there. You got to be I careful. I had also heard that about Ellen. I know. It's like, you know, they say don't meet your heroes. And Can I tell you what my fear is? What? Because I've heard things and I've spoken to people that know her and the what? way they react when I say something about her leads me to believe perhaps it's true that I've heard... Melissa McCarthy is not that <gasps> nice. It's like, what's going on? Why is it happening? Why? Why? Who's why? But I guess it breaks people, my heart. I I I don't know. People could say that I've been mean, but I've only I don't think I'm mean. Oh, I don't think you're mean either. I also don't think I'm mean. But then it's like I'm only I'll get mean. I don't get mean, but I'll get I think blunt in a working situation if. I know what I'm talking about and someone else maybe doesn't. Yeah. But I don't I like, think it, I'm not going to be mean to like somebody that's be assigned to like make sure no, I'm in the right neither. place all day. I think I'd be very kind to that person. I think it's okay to have boundaries though. I think sometimes people get mad at celebrities who have a boundary and are like, oh, I'm not going to do autographs. And people are like, that's really mean. And it's like, well, that's not mean. That's just not wanting to do something. I read uh, like the New York Times profile on, oh, my puppy's sticking his head up. <laughs> see his little head. Look at it. It's like oh. he heard me say it. <gasps> the Patreon, you guys are going to see him. <gasps> Look at the baby. Oh, my God. Okay. He literally is just like being held like a baby. 
This is too much. I hold him like a baby leg all the time. He sleeps like no, he's like a, a teddy bear. Like sometimes, yeah, like a teddy bear. Like he'll sleep next to me, so his head's on a pillow, but like he's on his back. Oh my god! <laughs> like he sleeps like he's me next to me. It's so funny. He's so cute. Or he'll sleep like a lot at the end of the bed. But he's been a pain in my ass, I'll tell you that. Yesterday and today, he's just gotten a lot of energy. He's got energy. But I love him. Of course you do. He's family. That's what family is. He's also feeling like like it's so weird to go from he was like this feeble little all I felt was like a bag of bones. And now I feel like he's getting a little bit bigger. Yeah, we love that. He's growing. Yeah. He's growing. We're all growing. We got to love growth. You know what I mean? You got to love growth. But you know what I don't love? What? Growing really that much. I don't like change. Yeah. And so that's why I want to fall back on something and do a Hallmark. I love that. Let's do a Hallmark. I really need like a romantic kind of getaway today. Okay. That makes sense. Are you ready? So you guys, it's time for the Hallmark movie. Yeah, I am ready. Ooh, okay, let's go. Gives you wings. Gives you wings. Are you starting or should I? You. Okay. Picture this. Yes. A high-powered. Yeah. Jewelry. (gasps) Jewelry CEO. Wow. Her name is Diamond. Stop. Diamond crystals. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I love that. Her name is... No, you know what? It's Crystal Diamonds. I like that. Crystal's a great first name. I'm surprised. There's, there's no drag names that no one has the drag name Crystal Diamonds. Yeah, I'm surprised about that too. And then you could always be like, I'm a diamond in the rough, you know? Okay, so Crystal Diamonds is okay, the great. CEO of Crystal Diamonds. Uh, Diamonds. Or- yeah. It's huge. I mean, beautiful. Think of it as like a Swarovski level. Wow. Yeah. They're everywhere. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's their big time of the year. Christmas is yeah. coming up. <gasps> big time of the year. And they are selling a, more every year. They do a, um, well, actually, you know what? Christmas is coming up, but it's only October. And so, oh, okay. We need to be realistic about the timeline here. And so, it is October, and Crystal needs to come up with this year's Millennium piece. Every, every, and yes, it's not, we, a Millennium happens every year at Crystal Diamonds, is the slogan. Because we go through so much change. We're always up to date and we always have the best of everything. Yeah, exactly. Even classic jewelry. And so every Christmas season, Crystal and her creative director, Leopold. Oh, (laughs) love that name. And it's actually that his name is Leo Pold. But as As he, um, as a creative director, he made it Leopold because it seems more. You want to be like a one name kind of guy, you know? And so they always come up with something. Last year, it was a beautiful purple diamond bracelet 
Yeah. With spots. In spots. Which was, was very on her. I mean, it's it's to find those diamonds is hard. Hard. You know? And a lot of times spots are looked at as flaws in diamonds. And I, I think the whole marketing behind it was like We're you're flawed. flawless. Yeah. yeah. And or, it was or like about, everyone's flawed. And we love you and look how stunning. Even diamonds are flawed and they're the most beautiful thing on the earth. It was gorgeous. The marketing was great. And a lot of a lot of women rocked those. You know what I mean? A lot. Especially because they're not that expensive. Yeah. And that's kind of our thing is it's a big collector's items. It's like the Hess trucks yeah. at the Hess gas Ooh. stations or, you know, whatever things people collect. Rat stalls. What do people collect? Oh. I don't know. What do people beanie babies? That's not that really was, anymore. Okay, but right, right. This is just like every year someone has to. Everyone That's, wants the the yeah, piece. Everyone wants it, and so it's October fifteenth, and is the date usually that Crystal announces what it is, what the Millennium piece is going to be. It goes on sale November fifteenth. We usually sell out by November sixteenth, and then Ugh, yeah. I mean the secondary market on these things is out of control. People buy them and yeah. sell them on eBay. They go for five, ten, twenty times the price. Crazy. And of course, we do have people that we employ that buy them and sell them on eBay as well. Yeah, and it's a reach around for taxes. But anyway, I go to <laughs> I go to Crystal's desk and I'm like, "What's the plan?" It's, and I'm like, "It's October 10th. You have to announce yeah. in five days." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Today mind closing Monday. the door? Today's Monday. <laughs> We're announcing on Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Do you mind closing the door super quick? Yeah, Cynthia, close the door. Okay. God, I'm wearing heels. Hack. I can't see. Yeah, no, I got that. I don't have an idea. What do you mean you don't have an idea? I mean. I have been, you know, every year it kind of just comes to me. Like, I don't, I don't really like panic about it. I don't really think about it. It just comes to me. And I've been waiting, you know, for it to come patiently, kindly. And uh, it hasn't come. What the and fuck I, are thinking, you talking about? I don't have an idea. Come up with something. I start going crazy. I know. Yeah. And uh, you, uh, it's my, you know, my Christmas bonus is dependent on the sale. Yeah, all of our Christmas bonus is dependent on the sale. On the sale of the Millennium Bracelet. I know. I just like, last year's was so great. I'm like, what is going to top it? Well, how did you come up with last year's? It was, I believe, purple with white spots. Well, famously, my ex, Martin. Martin Sheen, correct? Martin Sheen, God bless him. Uh, he really is sweet, but he was saying, like, I love you. I just don't love all your flaws. And I was really riddled with that. And I sort of thought about a bracelet or something that would be about someone who loves all of me, including my flaws. And what if I leaned into that? And anyhow, you get how I got there. Yeah, that's gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So I don't know if I need to be broken up with. I don't know what I need, but I don't have. Well, what is an this idea? idea? I see here you have something written down. It just says, Orange? I thought maybe orange? orange. I don't know. What does that mean? Just bright, just orange? Like an orange diamond? Is that a thing? Like a solid orange? Kind of, yeah, is that bad? We did solid orange in 2007, and people used to, and people called it the tangerine catastrophe. Yeah, that was a bad year. Well, I thought, ugh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, you have an idea. 
do I have an idea? I'm supposed to be going. Uh, I'm supposed to go to my my great aunt Suzanne died. Okay. Sorry about that. Well, it's fine. She was 97, but she owned this inn in 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 Bethesda. Wow, Bethesda, Maryland. No, <laughs> it's actually in Bethesda, Vermont. Oh, okay. It's a much smaller town. It's smaller. And less a people. lot less wealth than Bethesda, yeah. Maryland. Oh, true, true, true. Which, for those listening, is where a lot of the Real Housewives of Potomac live. And famously, um, my parents as well. And famously, Jesse's <laughs> parents as well. <laughs> I was just trying to paint a picture of the difference in the city. I cities. love that. That's a big difference. So it's Bethesda, Vermont. It's a quaint town. It's nice. Quaint. But anyway, Cute. my Aunt Suzanne, like, I'm supposed to go up there. I'm supposed to sign the papers. Okay. And I'm supposed well, to be going up there today, Crystal. I'm supposed to be uh, up there fucking today, and I'm here listening to you spout off ideas that you haven't changed since 2007, the Tangerine uh, Catastrophe. Sh- sh- quiet. What if I come with you, and, and we take a day out, and we just have a creative day? Remember Do you that think our one- friendship's ready for that? I mean, hello, 2015, we got drunk at that corner store, you passed out, and we came up with that really great idea of the cornerstone of love. Oh, that was and a great I, year. You know, that was a great year. So maybe, That's you never know. the year I know. made my first million. I know, congrats. It's really exciting to be a part of the Seven Figure Club. It really is. Not a lot of you know? people are here, so. No, not a lot of people. Okay, yeah, so... The train leaves at four. Let's get our ass on it. Oh, I love a train, too. Like, it's so quaint and romantic. I mean, I always think about Anastasia and how she couldn't get on the train, but you know what I mean. What's that song in Anastasia? Anastasia? Have you heard this? No, not that one. Okay. Um, The heart don't stop me now. Interesting. Once upon a December. Yeah, but can you sing that from the beginning? It's like there you'll stay home. Those aren't the words. With me. Yeah, well, I don't fully da, know da, it da. off the top of my head. <laughs> That's what it is. It's Once upon a time okay. in December. Once upon a December. That's it. That doesn't play because we couldn't get the rights to it, but yeah, we unfortunately we sing it. On the way we there. We do sing it. And it's gorgeous. It's very eerie, which I I think Once the song is. upon a December. Beautiful. <laughs> the grandma. Okay, so we... It's a montage scene of us on the train. Things aren't going well. It's stuffy. There's a big dog that's shedding all over you. We're on the quiet car, which we didn't want. So you and I are both on phone calls and people, people are People keep livid. shushing us. <laughs> I ask a guy if he, I think he's hitting on me. So I'm like, right. And then he goes to the bathroom. So then I go to the bathroom and then he starts screaming because he did (gasps) not want me to come with him. It's a lot of things going on. It's a riot. And that's the only time that you and I both say it's the quiet car. Mind your, mind your tone. It's the quiet Um, car, sir. Stop screaming. Stop trying to (laughs) fuck me in the bathroom and exactly be quiet. We turn it on him and everything's fine. Creep. We're both a little rattled, a little tired. This guy's when trying we to jerk there. me off. Yeah, so we're both a little. <laughs> 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 we're, 
we're both a little rattled, a little tired. Yeah, when we got there. And I'm like, I can't believe your aunt lived in such a like kind of quaint, far out place. You oh, know? I actually grew up in a town exactly the opposite from this. I did grow up in Manhattan in New York City. Oh, okay. But I did come up here every summer to see my Aunt Suzanne, who it's was cute. a lesbian, by the way. <gasps> Oh, wow. There's always an aunt that's a lesbian. She actually dated Ellen DeGeneres for a little while. We kept that under wraps. It was embarrassing for the family. Of course. Not the lesbian thing. The Ellen DeGeneres Sure, yeah. Was she as mean as they say? Yeah. My my mom used to call her Ellen DeGenerate behind her back. (gasps) That's, wow. Okay, well, that's absolutely fascinating. And my Um, dad, because this was... Ellen was friends with Portia. They remained friends. You know how lesbians do after they broke of course, up. Of so course. Ellen and Portia still come were came up to Suzanne's dying. But we used to call her Portia de Saucy because she was always drunk. Oh my God. Wow. I'm learning a lot. So we get off the train and I'm I'm trying to get my bearings. Like I'm like, is there a sign? Is there what's the what's going on? And there is a man standing outside of a black car and he's holding a sign. What's that it says, say? It says Susan's nephew. And I'm like, they spelled Susan wrong. They spelled Suzanne yeah. wrong. <laughs> Suzanne, that's it. But then I can't help but notice that, like, I hone in on the sign, you know what I mean? And then I kind of, this man, it's like very strong f- fingers, you know what I mean? They're hmm. thick. I hate to say they're thick fingers, like they're powerful fingers. Are they long as well or are they stubby? No, they're pretty long. Are they callous? And I go, they've been through something. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Do they and then look you... like he's been working hard but uses lotion? Exactly. Okay. Got it. He he he's do he's got a hobby that's that's hardcore. Maybe woodwork. Um, it could be possibly woodworking. I can't. You know, perhaps that he chops a... his own firewood. Can you imagine? Imagine. I can't get a guy to fucking break a toothpick in half for me let alone chop firewood that's not we're gonna find someone who chops wood for you i mean it so and and is and i hate to say because it's true he's wearing a suit he's wearing a really nice suit and he's got this is the chauffeur well i (laughs) i was thinking it could be the chauffeur it could be the lawyer you know what i mean either way you did throw your bag at him yeah, immediately. And he's like, whoa. And he goes to grab it. So he's bent down. And when he stands up, I'm like, wait a second. Because a, a shadow is cast. A true true shadow. A and shadow. I have a shadow is cast, mm. my friend. And my bag, which I threw chest level, is now at my head. And I'm going six plus seven is thirteen. Yeah, what? And <laughs> and this man is at least a foot above me. Well, around a foot. Well, my eyeline foot. You know what I'm saying? He's so, also standing maybe on a hill. Right. And he seems to be wearing a, a thick boot. It's a thick boot. This man, if I'm guesstimating, if I'm throwing a number out without kind of any sort of measuring st- stick nearby, mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's six two, six three. This is a tall person. He's a tall person. It's somewhere in that area. And when I I sort of go, whoa, and he says, 
are you Susan's cousin, nephew? And I say, he is. And I go, that's me. (laughs) And you also say it's Suzanne. It's Suzanne. Um, And yes, I'm Suzanne's nephew. Yeah. And he goes, it's so nice to meet you, Leo. I'm Matt, Suzanne's lawyer. Oh, hello, Matt. I didn't know that Suzanne had a lawyer. That seems very responsible of her. Well, just for, I mean, you're here to kind of take over, right? Yeah. And so legally, we have to do some paperwork to get that. No, yeah, it makes total sense. It's just Aunt Suzanne was always so out there and flighty. I didn't know that she had gotten a lawyer and a tall one at that. Yeah, well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Suzanne was just a real sweetheart in the town. She supported my side hobby. I um, I carve tables wow. out of wood, and she, she was a big fan. So I always said, when you need legal stuff, you come to me. And so here we are. Wow, that's, that's really great. So what, where it will... He also he's also What's like the next he, step here, sir. Well, so sorry. The next step is we're going to go. We're going to sign some stuff. We're going to get everything written over to you. He's like, you know, Suzanne and I had a real bond because there aren't a lot of gays. in the what town. were you fucking? Oh, <laughs> I was just going to accuse you of having sex with her. <laughs> no, we're both gay. What? Oh, I forgot she was a lesbian. I always right. forget she was a lesbian. Well, remember Ellen? Yeah, of course. I just always forget that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, okay, that's c- great. Uh, I'm gay as well. Oh. Yeah. Isn't it so weird that we have to do this and other people in the world don't? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you hop in the back of my car and we'll start chatting about legal stuff? And I'm like, me too. And I'm so like, we- you can take the bus. <laughs> and I'm like, how dare you? We're thinking about diamond ideas, remember? And I'm like, well, I'm certainly thinking of things that are hard. Ah, <laughs> so the three of us are in the back of a car. It's it's like a limo. It's a small limo. It's, it's tasteful. odd that the lawyer would have a limo that he drove. Well, there's a driver. He's in the back with us. Wow, what a town. But the driver just never got out of the car. No, it's just... Impressive that there's a limousine it's an impressive service. Town. He's a for very the lawyer. good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. So we're driving. He's chatting with us. And I'm like, He's like, do you are the, are you a villain in this town? It just seems like you're giving Mr. <laughs> Potter from like it's a wonderful life kind of vibes. He's like, I was going more for ducktails, kind of. <laughs> for ducktails? <laughs> what is that? Ducktails. The cartoon? I guess. I don't know. Or like, I guess, Richie Rich vibes. What does DuckTales have to do with this? I don't know. I just saw myself swimming in a pool of money. Is that a thing in DuckTales? Yeah. It's a pretty obscure reference. Well, I thought you, you would know You said you were it. gay, and here you are referencing DuckTales? Yeah, it's a very gay show. It's a show? <laughs> I thought it was a movie. I think it's a show. What's it about? Duck. Is it about the is it DuckTales A L E S or DuckTales like A I L S? You're making a, me question my childhood, but let me look it up really quickly because I'm kidding. It's DuckTales T A L E S. Oh. I know what it is, but I don't know what oh. it, I thought it was a movie. I th- 
I've never seen it is the point. It, okay. Well, do you know the song? N- yeah. Obviously not. Of course. Not. I know all the songs from this <laughs> movie I've never seen or heard of. <laughs> okay. Well, forget that reference. How about that? Yeah. Maybe if you could do gay references, that would be helpful to me, a gay person. Okay. I, 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 um. And that's when you lean over and you're like, you need to stop being so mean for no reason. Yeah, I'm like, you're being kind of aggressive. Well, he's being aggressive. Is he? I think what? he's trying to connect with you. He comes quacking at me with his ducktails. Well, he's trying. I guess. He's like, um, did you know that Suzanne had a chunk of money? Um, no. Like what? Like she, <laughs> she like chunked a piece. Of, what did she do? I can only imagine. She bought a cave. What? <laughs> she bought a cave in town. There's a cave in town? <laughs> well, because have you heard of um have you heard of that purple sort of stone rock? I don't work in crystals. Kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you Have well, I heard of the purple stone amethyst? Yeah. She found a cave made of amethyst. In town. I'm sorry. How did she find this in town? That's the part that's really hard for me to hear. It's where in town did she discover a rock cave? Well, um, the story is a little complicated. I'll say that. I would like to hear it. Well, you know that Suzanne had a drinking problem. Did she? (laughs) (laughs) We really weren't that close. We only saw each other once a year, and I just thought she was drunk because of the holidays. Well, she's, I mean... Was it, she drunk was, all the time? She was a, fu- yeah, she was a functioning alcoholic. That makes sense. So am I. It's in the family. Yeah. So she, um, she was drunk. After Ellen, there was a lot of drunk Oh, nights. God, of course. Of course. So she, she was uh, so drunk, she started disappearing. And no one knew where she went. And come to and, think of it, she's the one yeah. that came up with the Portia de Saucy nickname. Right. That makes sense. And yeah. And also it came from one time when Portia took one of her last tequilas and she was going to ruin her. Was that when she went to jail for the... That was the night of prison. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember that. And Portia couldn't go to the Oscars that year because of the bruise. Exactly. And so Suzanne borrowed one of my tools. Long story short, she found this cave she chipped away at it. She exposed the amethyst. Wait, round, and round, it- round. So you're telling me that my Aunt Suzanne, whilst <laughs> in jail, tried to dig her way out and found an amethyst tunnel? Uh, no, I'm saying that once she got out of jail for oh, that one that's night. That's a shame. That would have been a good story. It would have been a great story. But it's but not true. <laughs> it's just more that for a year when she got super drunk, she would sleepwalk to this cave and started chiseling at it and then she single-handedly um created one of the town's greatest attractions well i guess she must have known amethyst was in there otherwise why would she be doing that so she was a genius up to the end (laughs) she really was (laughs) anyhow and now it goes so what's it worth what's it worth what's it worth Worth money worth worth In dollars. Yeah, I don't... I'm not sure if there's around a quarter of a million dollars. That's it for an amethyst cave? 
Well, it is whatever. In so what's the Vermont. point? What's the point you're telling? I me guess this the way? point. I just thought you might want to see it uh, today. I'm gonna, and then I say, hey. Remember, we're here for inspiration, too. We Amethyst was literally last year. What is this going to inspire? I don't know. You didn't think about that, did you, when you suggested we go on that tour? Not 100%. Fine. Take us to the Amethyst. Maybe something will be inspirational along the way. Okay. And then um, I'm passed out in the car because I'm just tired. And then the guy's like... She's also an (laughs) alcoholic. (laughs) And the guy, Matt, is like... Matt? Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. Oh, I guess we... I didn't know that. Matt, the lawyer. Of course. Of course. And he's and like... And like, Are you- so did your family... Did you... Was it hard growing up with the last name, the lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, it kind of shaped my career path. I guess so. That's why I became... What's my name? Ponce de Leon? Leo. Leo. Leopold. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Leopold. Yeah, no, I know. My friends call me Leopold. What should I call you? Call me by your name. (laughs) (laughs) So. So you were saying something? Where's. (laughs) I was just wondering, like, why you. Were you close with with Suzanne? No, not really. I mean. (laughs) That's why I had no idea that she had discovered and bought an amethyst <laughs> cave. I came once a year up until about 10 years ago when I just couldn't bear to see Ellen DeGeneres anymore. Sure. He's like, um, gosh, you have really beautiful eyes. Thanks. Um, They're hazel. <laughs> They they really are. You don't see a lot of hazel eyes, I feel. Are you hitting on me? What's happening? Let, I, let me be very frank here, uh, <laughs> Matt the lawyer. <laughs> I know your game, and I've seen it before. And if you think I'm going to sign over the Amethyst Cave to you so that you can do whatever you you, you sell it, tell, uh, you probably, it's probably worth five times what you're telling me, you're here to scam me just like everybody else. So why don't you just fuck me in the ass and get it over with? I wake up and I, because I go, who said fuck me in the ass? Also, why are you so hostile? This guy's trying to scam us. And he goes, I'm not trying to scam you. I was trying to hit on your friend. Gosh, what happened to you? Oh, you were hitting on me? Yeah. So I've inherited caves before and they've always been taken (laughs) out from under me. (laughs) He's like, okay, well. I'm a lawyer, so I was going to help it legally happen. So were the other ones that took the caves. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... No, I apologize if I'm being a little standoffish. It's just how I protect my my heart of steel. <gasps> I love that song. Heart of steel. He's like, I love the musical six. Me too. It's crazy, though, that in the musical six, the song is Heart of Stone. Damn it. But it's close, you know? It's close. Heart of Stone. That's pretty. Really pretty. Heart of Stone. Yeah. And I I wake, I shoot up. My heart of stone. And I'm like, is there something there? And I'm like, are you thinking of diamond ideas while my life is crumbling? And I am. I start writing down things furiously. 
And Matt, the lawyer, is like, you know, I've been hurt before. Oh, my God. And sometimes it makes me guarded. This is some intense conversation for our first drive to the Amethyst Cave, Matt, the lawyer. And then that's when you're like, why don't you guys drop me off at this diner so I can work on my Heart of Stone idea? Great idea. And so we drop you off. And I get out of the car and I go, God, that was tense. And I go, I bet she's complaining about how (laughs) tense it was in the car. But little does she know, she's the reason for the tension. I'm so stressed out about not having a millennium idea. I just feel so nervous that if I don't get my million dollar bonus, nobody's going to like me. Matt, Matt, the lawyer is like... What? You think people only like you for your money? (sighs) A deer runs out (gasps) and he slams on the brakes. Oh my God. Puts his arm out for safety. Matt really holds you with his arm. And with that, we cut to commercial and come back to (gasps) Crystal at the diner thinking of her heart of stone ideas. And that's when a voice behind the counter at the diner says... Oh, I love Hearts of Stone. And you're like, excuse me? And you look up, but it's hard because you're sitting and you're looking up. Your neck is so craned back to look at this. Wow. God. This guy. uh, And you're like, oh, my God. How fucking tall are you? And he says, I'm six foot three. Damn. That's a tall glass of water. Six foot three in a small town like this? Mother (laughs) may I? (laughs) And he's like, um, hearts of stone used to be what my mother wore around her neck. And, oh. and you were like, what is a heart of stone? Yeah, wait. He's like, you know, it's like taking a piece of limestone and carving it into a heart. Like a thing. It's a locals thing here. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. They're mined from the small cave. It's sustainable out just out of town um and it takes a long time it's a cheap stone but it takes so long to get it into the perfect heart it's sure. it's nearly priceless wow so can i get you something to drink oh um do you have a root beer float sure did you want that with whipped cream whipped cream okay a man a woman after my own heart <laughs> of stone yeah <Thank> <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, and then he oh. brings you the thing, um, the flow, and you're writing ideas, you're eating, it's a little montage. He hands you the checkbook, you pay, he brings it back to you. In it is the most beautiful art of stone. And you go, oh my God, I can't accept this. It's so stunning. Too stunning. And he's like, well, it's kind of my hobby. I carve them. No. And I want you to have it. You're such a beautiful person. And so you, you're like, idea goes off, okay? Ding, ding, ding. Then we montage. I'm in the amethyst, amethyst cave. Amethyst cave. It's so hard to say. It's so hard to say. And I'm like, you know, it's beautiful. So pretty. He's got twinkle lights all around. And I'm like, what is happening here? Why did you... This is the first time we met, and you're. Did you hang these twinkle lights, or did it just. Is this the cave? He's like, first of all, relax. 
This is how your aunt had it decorated at night. Well, you okay. said he had twinkle lights hung all around. I we are we, that you are together with him with the twinkle lights that he turns on because they're there. Okay, it's very romantic. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Isn't it beautiful?" It is. It's stunning. <laughs> and I start crying. <gasps> I miss my aunt Suzanne. <laughs> Oh, my God. I knew it. Can I give you a hug? Uh, yeah. So he starts holding you. Give and then a I, little hug. And I wink at the camera. Okay. <laughs> it, yeah. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like you have to finish my day. Otherwise, it's... Okay. I'm scared. Sure. But here we go. So he holds you for a long time. And then he's like, wow, Be can careful. I tell you... I know. I that's I'm scared. Well, just think of it, uh, a date you would something you would want said to you. Okay, I'm going to, but okay. So what I was gonna say on a first date. Okay, okay. So he's like, um, you know, it's really crazy, but you make me feel so calm when I'm around you. That is crazy. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, um. I don't know if you're hungry, but there's like a really great restaurant just down the road if you want to grab a bite. No pressure, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you want to grab a bite? Yeah, let's grab a bite. Hi, great. I'm trying to be more open-minded these days. Great. He's like, And he's like, um, you know, I'm a little rusty. I haven't gone on a date in a while, but... Well, I'm sure we can grease up those joints. <laughs> I didn't say the body was sorry working. that was inappropriate I just <laughs> yeah. I'm, I use humor as a defense mechanism when I get nervous are you nervous yeah that's why I said that oh don't be nervous okay I'm not <laughs> he's like let's walk there it's really close Ugh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are walking there it's really cute because it's like kind of dark out and you can really see the stars and you know you never see the stars in the city and that's when we're walking by we see in the shot the diner window you and the man just go into town on top of the dessert case absolutely oh my god my favorite spot you're just ruining every piece of angel food cake in the place yeah and eating some as I go (laughs) (laughs) and so is he Absolutely. Bon appetit for both of us. It's really an exquisite time. And then you walk past that and then down the road, there's this cute little restaurant with all these twinkle lights and candles inside. And there's a woman named Martha who works there. And he's like, hi, Martha, I'll take a table for two. And she's like, right this way. And it's such a cute little restaurant. There's like very, very few tables. It's pretty spread out. Um, and the candlelight and the ambiance is on point. It's pretty in here. I know. It's my favorite spot in town. They bring out a, a thing of bread and all these different butters. Oh, love that. Oh, I know. Me too. I know a lot and of like, people like oils. I'm more of a butter person. Me too. And the it's all different types of bread, but they're all good and warm. Mm. And then the butters, we've got like a garlic butter. We've got and like it's so a, easily spread. It spreads just like it's airy. Butter. It's whipped. 
Yeah. And you guys are laughing, eating the butter. And what's nice is like sometimes, you know, when you go out with someone, you're nervous to eat, but you both are like really comfortable, like eating around each other, which is just kind of a good sign. Yeah. And he's like, what are you going to get? Uh, I think I might get the um the the lasagna myself. Okay. It's really good here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Italian. I don't know. And then I say maybe for the sake of time we speed up the dinner <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. I just thought it was kind of cute and fun. What? But just wanting to know what you're going to get. I'm going to get a salad. Oh. With shrimp on it. Nice. And a side of spaghetti bolognese. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you guys have a great dinner. And he's like, do we want dessert? Uh, No, I just saw my friend with some angel food cake and my appetite's a little (laughs) off. He's like, okay. So then you guys leave and you're walking out and you're talking and you're laughing because there was this joke during dinner where he was like, DuckTales, and you didn't know what DuckTales was. He keeps bringing up DuckTales. You and I, (laughs) sir, literally had this conversation with each other. It's a callback. He's having a fun callback with you. You're laughing about it now because now every four seconds he's like, have you seen the movie DuckTales? And I'm like, it's so crazy how much funnier a joke is when you're attracted to the person saying it. Isn't it? Um, And so then he kind of like slows down and you're like, what are you doing? And he's like, here, you've got to lie down and look at the stars. And you're like, okay. So you're lying down, you're looking at the stars, and there's a shooting star, and he says, make a wish. Um, I did. <laughs> what did you wish for? I can't fucking tell you that. Okay, well, I was just, it, it'll, it, it's still. I wished that we go on a second date so I can get to know you better so that it's not weird when we get married. Okay, because I'm going to be honest, I see you as my husband. And within a moment, he he rolls on top of you and starts making out. And then we cut to you and Tom, the guy. Cake man. The yeah. cake guy. And you're cleaning each other up. Boy, are we. <laughs> and you're like, I didn't even get your name. And he's like, Tom. And you're yeah. like, oh, thanks. Thanks for the heart of stone. And he's like, yeah, of course. I love it. And he's like, Is, do you have a husband? And you're like, no. That's why I just had sex with you on top of cake. Yeah. He's like, I was just <laughs> I was just making sure. I realized halfway through that I didn't ask. And I And I go, Do you have a wife? No, no, no. Oh, thank God. Well, not yet. Oh. It's I've never met anyone that is willing to fuck me on cake, so maybe soon. That's honestly my biggest king. And I say, tip of the hat, great diner, great food. Uh, I gotta go, but this was really fun. This was a blast. So. So we montage. Okay. We're going to. There's another date and you go on a real date with this guy. All of a sudden it's Friday and we have to go back. And I'm like, I don't want to go back. And you're like, I don't want to go back. And that's when I'm like, we didn't even come up with a fucking thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did. We're going to do hearts of stone. It's going to be this thing. And they're carved easily. And I'm like, what do they look like? And you're like, that's what they look like. And you point to one on the ground. And the, so I go and I pick it up. And that's when I see another one. There's a trail of the hearts of stones. <gasps> so we follow it out. And it leads to 
a double proposal. They're both out there under a giant heart of stone that they've carved. They must have been working for weeks on these. Weeks on this. They knew. On these stone hearts. And I'm pocketing them because I know how expensive they are. Sure, sure. And they ask us to marry them. Stop, Otis. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, the dog just bit my hand. How dare he? He's teething. He sure Um, fucking is. And we both say yes, and then it cuts to a zoom in on the heart of stone, a zoom out, and we're both wearing the heart of stone on our wedding day, and it's a joint wedding. Yeah, and I'm mad because I didn't want to have a joint wedding, but it made life easier. The guy's our friend, so it's cute. Yeah, it is cute. (laughs) It's called Rosetta Stone. (laughs) (laughs) no it's called hearts of stone yeah that's what it's called i don't know why you guys thought it would be called anything else i'll tell you what you're you're ready to date and also boy are you sarcastic (laughs) (laughs) well it's just because i make your dates nice and romantic and you make my dates him, I don't know. him trying to fuck me in the car the second they I picked me up. I got fucked on top of cakes after a I hello. I did that on purpose. Because <laughs> usually... I tried to build there. It was too bit... It was too serious of questions. Gosh, I... <laughs> he was asking me if how guarded I was before he even asked me on a date. We're just in the car on the way from being picked up from the airport. He can't make an observation. What is he, Charlie Sheen? He's a psychotic. Yeah, he's Charlie Sheen. (laughs) How about that? Well, maybe that's why nobody ever calls me for dates. You know what? I'm going to try better next time. But I really thought I was trying. You were trying. Guys, if you know anyone Chris can go on a date with. No. Let us know. Don't even do this because you know what's going to happen. Don't do this. Every person that's listening is going to send me the only gay person that they know. (laughs) Yeah. And they're going to be like, this is my cousin. He's gay, too. And I'm going to look and be like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And then I'm going to find him on Instagram. He'll be uh, married to a man already and live in fucking like Kentucky or something. So if you know an eligible. Yeah, eligible person, then please do DM me. Yeah, exactly. But and I he, don't need to know if you have a gay relative. Unless I don't need to know eligible. either. Don't unless they pass the test, flunk them. Okay, thank you. Also, can I tell you? Did you see the video that I did pretending I was being catfished by someone, and it was pictures of George Clooney? Yeah, yeah, I did. Someone commented on it. Oh my god, this is George Clooney with exclamation marks. <gasps> well, that's sweet. They thought you didn't know. It was sweet. They were looking out for me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's funny. All right, guys. So we will be back here October 3rd. But until then, come to the Patreon, patreon.com slash middle children. And until yeah. next time, live every day like you're yeah. what? <laughs> the oldest. We love you. Bye. The middle children. Middle children is produced by Cameron Rude. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 